This episode is brought to you by Meet Cute Box. Meet Cute Box creates monthly themed date night boxes. Each box is handmade with care based on your membership profile with up to four items plus a love-inspired date night. What I love about Meet Cute Box is that inside every box, there are unique items gathered from local businesses around the world and packed together with a new theme every month, giving you a new surprise to enjoy. Memberships start at only $29.99 per month, with each box valued up to $100. To join today, visit meetcutebox.com. That's meetcutebox.com to receive a handmade box as early as next week. Meet Cute Box, the membership crate for you and your partner. It's just funny. It's, it's funny you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here, come here, though. Ladies and gents, hey, uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Barodo Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Tony Barodo, and today is a fun episode. Uh, I say that with most of my episodes because, I mean, they they are pretty fun. But today we are going to sit down with uh, Gary Whitaker. Um, Gary, I've I've known for quite some time. We've gone back and forth uh, a lot. He's actually been on the show before. Uh, he has a master's in sports and nutrition. Um, he's a health coach out in California, and he's been a vegan for over a decade. So, of course, we have a lot in common on that aspect. But it's always good to talk to him because, you know, this episode in particular, we actually talk a lot about uh, longevity of life, uh, taking care of your body you know, have a better relationship with food and um, a lot of other stuff. But overall, it's just a, a really fun educational podcast. I bet you're going to get some value out of it, even if you're not into fitness, you know, because a lot of people that probably listen to this podcast in particular either are pretty healthy or want to be healthy or maybe just want, you know, some fun conversations. So today is a little bit of everything. It's uh, fun. It's also very educational. But more importantly, I think we need to rethink uh, how we have the relationship with food and with ourselves, meaning are we surrounding ourselves with positive people, with healthy people? Because sometimes cutting ties with people that are unhealthy is going to help you be healthier. And it's hard to be in that mode of not having the temptation, right? Like if if you have friends that just love going to the Cheesecake Factory every Friday night after work, yeah, it sounds good. And cheesecake is good. I get it. But there's no nutritional value to it. And the faster you can rethink and change your mindset on what you're putting in your body and how you're treating your body, the longer you're gonna live. And the whole YOLO mentality, we just need to change. We need to change that. You know, you look at everything that happened with the pandemic, 70% of the population is overweight of the United States, that is. Most people that contracted and unfortunately passed away from that illness, that, that virus, was overweight. Or was out of shape? This will not be the last virus that hits us. Um, it wasn't the first, right? But most viruses can be solved by taking care of your body, being healthier. Of course, could you get it? Yeah, naturally. Just like you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. But I hate that analogy because if you do get hit by a bus tomorrow, wouldn't you want to have the strength and the ability to overcome that? And you're going to do that through a, having a healthier and stronger body. And that's what this is about. That's what this whole podcast is about. So I think you guys are going to kick out of it. Coach Gary, you can find him. I'll leave all of his, uh, his links in the description below in the episode notes. That's at Planet B Fitness. You can find Coach G there. But uh, everyone, please help me welcome Gary Whitaker. 
thanks for coming on the show bud yeah man thanks for having me no nah, man it's my pleasure i know we've been we've been wanting to connect for a while but i i mainly wanted to have you on because the last few episodes in particular you know especially with the health scare i had i'm like diving super hardcore into um not just health wellness and and fitness because that's primarily what this podcast is but also too yeah. i've been having a lot of experts on um, various different fields in the health and wellness industry. So I wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit, especially because now things are kind of like back in the swing of things, right? Like if you went to the gym, mm -hmm. you're now able to go to the gym more. If you wanted to eat out, you're yeah. able to eat out more. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm really making a point now to ramp up the health and wellness portion of my podcast because yeah. I feel like people are going to start getting into bad habits again. You know, that what, what was cool about the pandemic and there wasn't a whole lot of things that were cool, but one thing that yeah. was cool about the pandemic is it made you kind of reevaluate what you're doing on a daily basis. And yeah, you got to zero in. Yeah, dude, because be, time became really, really crucial, right? Because A, you're kind of worried about, fuck, am I going to get this virus and die one day? Like, God forbid. Mm -hmm. Or you might have been thinking about, well, I'm spending, you know, 12 hours at home. I can't just mm -hmm. drink wine and eat fast food all day because if I can't go to my normal gym, then I won't be able to be healthy. So I don't want people to fall back into those habits. So I'm kind of ramping up that a little bit more yeah. uh, on my podcast. So I wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit because I know, you know, obviously you're running the company out in Cali and uh, mm. you eat plant-based and, you know, you're working out. Mm -hmm. And I love what you're doing with reels too. That's that's looking good. Those little those little snippets that you're doing, you need to do more of that. I like that. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm getting, I'm just getting more into like just putting out just different content just to be consistent. Cause I think that, um, you know, it, it just broadcasts the message to more people. And then I, I'm talking about some, some controversial things that, you know, have to deal with people's habits. So, yeah. you, you know, I think that's kind of one of those things where, you know, I, I feel like sometimes you gotta, you gotta rub that spot, even though people don't really want you to rub it. But, sure. um, you know, like I, I recently it's, it's interesting that you uh, set that up about the habits is I recently know about um, two people that just died recently. You know, what I mean, like and, and, they, and they were young. They weren't no older than me, maybe by a couple of years. But, you know, that's in, in your 40s is young to uh, pass away. And, was there anything? Uh, uh, can, can you talk about what it was? Yeah, I think one of them had just stage three cancer. And the craziest thing is I did like a couple of years back, I did a consultation with this person about uh, nutrition and stuff like that. You know, she was looking to eat healthier and, um, you know, get her get her health back on track. And it's just unfortunate that that she did pass away because, you know, she kind of kept it a secret. So it was kind of like when I found out, I was like a shock because mm. I was like, wow, she passed away, oh, you know, so and and i think that's what kind of like uh you know i, I think it, it inspires me it's just like if i could help s save or add someone's add some more years to someone's life you know what i mean just by a simple piece of information for sure you know what i mean like um like i i, I post and it's crazy because i posted it the other day i posted something about the link between alcohol and cancer I'll say the C word because we don't want to get, but you know, the, right. uh, between alcohol and the C yeah. and, um, you know, but that's been like, that study has been since like the nineties, people have, you know, known about the linkage of the two, but we don't, we never like talk about it, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. So, so I think that it's really important right now for people. Cause you know, like we're, we're all getting older. We're not getting younger. And right. 
you know, a lot of people are battling just a lot of stuff, Tone, just like with, you know, just habits. We, we have these habits yeah. that um, that drive us a certain way. And the one thing that we always have to do is we have to um, take our bad habits and create positive habits the same way we have bad habits. You know what I mean? Like I had another client of mine who uh, she was working with me and you know how some clients be like, yeah, I'm gonna take a break. And she, I had just got her from the point where she couldn't stand up off of the floor. Like it, like, and it's, it's real because you don't really think that these things are uh, things that people have to deal with, but she couldn't pick herself up off the floor. And that's something that we take for granted. Because, she was, so, because she was overweight. She was weak. Oh, just weak. She, she just, yeah, she just didn't have the upper body strength to get, she was functioning like a human. Like, you know, it wasn't like she was bedridden, right. but whenever she would get to the ground, she could not get herself back up with her own strength. Wow. You know, and, and, and to me, I, I never seen that before. And so I helped her uh, to build up her strength. And then we got it to the point where, you know, I had some parallettes mm. and we, and we got it to the point where she can use the parallette to get herself back up. And then she started to be able to get herself back up off the floor. It was still a challenge, but I seen her body getting stronger. And then, uh, so what happened was, you know, like, I think she, she had some transitions with her employment and stuff like that. She mm -hmm. lost her, got fired from her job or got laid off. And then, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to tell somebody like, Hey, keep going. Cause the first thing that a person is thinking about is they're thinking about like cutting back and, um, you know, what they need to do to survive. But long story short, she ended up having some sort of heart. She had a stent put in her heart and then her her health just went like a spiral just and i i, I called her because you know like i'll call and check up on my clients and stuff like that and it's just it's just crazy man it's just crazy like how your life in the blink of an eye could just go your health could just go down you know yeah no and that's and you know what's even more unfortunate is sometimes because a lot of us, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. I mean, for us, it's probably been a little bit different. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have always thought about health and wellness. But for some reason, mm -hmm. maybe it's because, like, let's say if you make 30, 40, 50 grand a year, we've been conditioned somehow. I don't know if it was because of school or our parents or whatever, but we've been conditioned mm -hmm. that you need X, Y, Z, right? Like, you need a house. You need a, a, mm -hmm. a wife or a, a husband. You need these things before you're 30. So right. it's stressful. There's a lot going on. And the next thing you know, you're 30 and you're trying to do whatever you can to get these things that we're told we need. So our health mm -hmm. kind of gets on the back burner. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, but my parents definitely, because being Italian, they were not like, mm -hmm. okay, Tony, so when you get older, make sure you focus mm -hmm. on your health and you save mm -hmm. money. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was not a thing. Yeah. Not saying my parents right. weren't responsible and didn't teach them their things. They did. But there's mm -hmm. a lot of other stuff that they taught me and that just kind of wasn't in the forefront. I don't, so sometimes when like yourself, you're coaching these people and you're telling them, it's like talking Chinese to somebody, you know, mm -hmm. they're, mm -hmm. they're listening to you, but they're not translating what's happening and they don't understand that it is very important. And, you know, if you need mm -hmm. to cut out Starbucks, that's what you got to do. You know, mm -hmm. you got to use that eight bucks a day or whatever you're spending towards your health. And it doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. have to be with Coach G, but mm -hmm. maybe it's a seminar online. Maybe it's, mm -hmm. you know, walking every day. You need to figure out some type of way to to supplement that and make health your top priority. I did a podcast on this the other day where it's, 
there are only, there's really only two things that should be a must-have aside from family, friends, and a roof above your head is your mm -hmm. mental and your physical health. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. whatever that challenge is that you're having in your head, you need to focus on that, whether that's meditation, whether it's reading more, whether it's cutting your device off and you're, you're not going on TikTok all the time. Um, mm -hmm. And also laterally to that, your physical health. You know, you mm -hmm. got to either walk every day. I've been preaching mm -hmm. a lot, just walk after a meal. You know, yeah, if, walking is important. Yeah, dude. Like if you don't work out, no worries. But if you could just walk after every meal, mm -hmm. you eat three times a day, let's say, and you can get mm -hmm. in 15, 20 minutes and get in 20,000 steps a day just by walking, yep. you're going to see massive physical improvement in your health, uh, cognitive function as well, because you're outside, you're getting that vitamin D. So mm -hmm. just naturally you're disconnected from, you know, the indoors and TV and your devices. There's just so many benefits to getting outside and people don't mm -hmm. even do that. Yeah. It, yeah. It's interesting that you bring that up because uh, in, in my studies in natural health, uh, that's one of the things that they talk about is like the number one way to be healthy is actually w walking. And it's it's more of like a um, a brisk walk to where you get your heart rate up. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. it's so benefit. It's actually more beneficial than running, which I is interesting. Cause they, yeah, because yeah, they got they got like all type of like they got hella studies on just like walking. And the benefits of walking and one of the thing i used to do um and i still I, I stopped it for a minute but i'm actually going to get back to it uh is i would do like a mile walk so mm. um i will walk like a mile a day nice. uh and it would just be like a i could do like an audiobook walk or you know what i mean anything like that I, mm. I would just take my time get out the house go do something walk around and then as soon as i hit like 0.5 miles I would turn back around for my destination. Sometimes if I felt, cool. you know, you know, sometimes you feel froggy and you want to do a little bit more, you know what I mean? But I think that if if a, if a person can set up to the point where they do a minimum of a mile walk a day, that would create tremendous benefits because if you think about it, if you do that times 30 days, that's 30 miles. It's a big deal. You know what I mean? Like and and then if you do if you think about that, like you know, if you do 30 miles over the course of what um i would say what 12 months yeah i don't know what that is but let's see yeah what 30 times what 360 yep 360 miles a year yep hello so, so that's so at the end of the day um you do you do 360 miles your health is bound like i can't see how your health would not change just by walking alone and so now if you add that to a, uh, let's say you got an exercise regimen, right? If you add that along with the exercise regimen, you're just setting yourself up for success because it's like your body's moving. So many things that happen when you walk, like your bowels, you know, get ready to move and you, you know, blood starts flowing and mm. it, it keeps you, um, it, it, it doesn't allow you to be sedentary. Yeah. Yeah, it increases circulation as well. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, circulation, again, people take that stuff for granted, but mm -hmm. the circulation of your blood and your body, just because you're moving your legs, yeah. all these nerves and all these blood vessels and all your muscles are activated and everything mm -hmm. is powered by what? Your brain, your, your supercomputer, right? So yeah. when you're walking around, it's going to help cognitive function. Like mm -hmm. your, your brain is going to now focus a little bit more on either A, burning calories or you know, it's, it's, it's telling your body, all right, we need to move. We need to get up. Let's get into high gear versus, yeah. versus eating a meal, sitting on the mm -hmm. couch 
now your body's like, oh, we're chilling. Okay, great. So mm -hmm. our body doesn't have to work. So now yeah. all that food and all that bullshit you ate because you probably ate some carbs and some bad fats mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Now everything is like, okay, Tony, I guess we're going to lay down now. So let me go ahead and take all the stuff you ate. I'm going to store that as fat. And then mm -hmm. now you're screwed, right? Because yep. you're like, when have you ever ate a meal, sat down on the couch, watched TV, and then got up afterwards and did some exercise? Never. Once mm -hmm. you sit on that couch, man, your night is over. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's a <laughs> you, wrap. You need to make sure you're getting out and about. And I always tell myself, like, you're going to have a better sleep. I've, I've really been doing this a lot lately where you have mm -hmm. a much better sleep when you go. If, if you can create your body a routine to where it's zero to 100, mm -hmm. meaning you want to go until the tank is empty every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yep. that doesn't necessarily mean you have to train like fucking Brock Lesnar or Joe Rogan or anything like that. But, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to throw kettlebells. But w when you need to wake up in the morning every day, your body's ready to go. And mm -hmm. if you can push it almost to the brink, the brink, excuse me, and the limits mm -hmm. on a daily basis, you're going to sleep better at night. Your body's going to work mm -hmm. harder and recharge itself. So naturally, you're going to raise your metabolism on a more permanent level. Mm -hmm. And if you can get in that routine and do that every single day, you're going to see so well, many and, great benefits. And, and just for the listeners to even break it down like this, right, Tom? Hmm. Like, you could even do medium. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't have to do, you don't have to, if you think about like a level of a tank, if you mm. do medium for a period of time, because, you know, some people are coming sure. from low. That's and, right. And, and, and when they're coming from low, it's hard to think about the extreme from low to high. Sure. So even if you do the medium, you know what I mean? Like, and I think I say it like this, right? There's always different type of rituals that you can put in place to make sure that you do things. Like for me, like my minimum is I have to do 10 pull-ups and 20 push-ups. That's my minimum strength training routine that, that I do every day. Oh, every day you're doing. Okay. Every day. Well, Love because it. the I'm just, I'm thinking about just repetition. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I'm just thinking about that amount over periods of time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and you're, you're conditioning your muscles, you're conditioning your body. It's not too much to the point where you overtraining, but it's just a minimum. Yeah. And you know, not even to dumb it down even more. Cause that's super dumb. Like anybody could do mm -hmm. that. Right. You know what I've been doing a lot. Cause you know, after my lung surgery, I couldn't really do a whole yeah. lot. Right. So, yeah. um, I've, I've started every single morning. I wake up and if you have a dog or a pet, it's even better mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. now every single morning I get up seven o'clock, I feed him seven mm -hmm. 15. He's done seven 30. Mm -hmm. I'm walking him at least a mile mm -hmm. and a half, two miles a walk. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll jog, but you know, with my lungs, I can't really, uh, I can't really jog that much, but yeah. I'll, I'll walk a mile, mile and a half. I come back. He's toast for the day. So now mm -hmm. I can work and be productive, you know, cause a lot of people out there, if you have animals and you're worried about, you know, what what you got to do to kind of calm them down that's a routine mm -hmm. is just go out and walk with that dog every single day and yep. if you don't have a, a dog instead of that why don't you just try bear crawling i yeah. love bear crawling because you know mm -hmm. I'm, I'm 37 and i just like being a kid so yep. i'll wake up in the morning before we had oliver our dog i'll wake up in the morning i'll get out of bed i'll do my meditation my kind of breathing i don't touch the phone yet and i just mm -hmm. kind of i do more of um like what tony robbins does i I do my priming and my my thankfuls. So like yep. when I'm thankful for the day and all that. And that's mm -hmm. just to yourself. You don't necessarily have to do it out loud if you don't want. Yeah. Then you get up before you have breakfast, coffee, anything like that. Then you just bear crawl around the house. 
Yeah. You know, I like to I like to set a timer on if you have an Apple Watch or an Alexa. I like to set a timer for five minutes, and you don't mm-hmm. have to go the whole five minutes, but you know, do a minute bear crawling. You're gonna feel it after a minute. Take a little breather. Yep. Maybe yep. do a couple other minutes, but do it for five minutes, man. You won't even need coffee. Your blood's mm-hmm. gonna be cranking, and yep. then and your energy's gonna be high. That's right. And then now you can have a productive day. So even mm-hmm. if you only did that and you didn't even do weight, but if you just walked and did some bear crawling or like you said, push-ups and pull-ups, man, yeah. that type of core movement, that's, that's going to have some huge benefits for sure. And it's going to make you stronger, yeah. obviously. Right. And, and and I think that's what it is. It's just like I, 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 had, I woke up one morning and I was thinking about uh, rituals. Mm. And, and you know how like some people have different rituals, like some people have a ritual of getting up and smoking a cigarette every morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, or getting a cup of coffee. So that's somebody's ritual. Somebody's ritual is a cigarette and a cup of coffee. And they'll do it because they, you know, they they put it in their life. Yeah. And and they'll do it consistently. Routine. And and that, right, it's a routine. So that's why I was thinking, like, man, life is all about rituals and routines. And, and what is your ritual that you have that enriches your life? Mm. You know, so so that, that's what I start thinking about. I start thinking about, like, how can I establish positive rituals? You know what I mean? Like that that get me to where I want to be. Yeah. And, and that are something that I can't, like, not do. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I said this one time before. I was like, man, I think the recommendation, recommendation from, like, the uh, – I don't know who it is. It may be the CDC would be like 30 minutes of exercise per day. Um, oh, yeah. Three times a week. Yep. Something like that. And, and so that's that's like an hour or 30 minutes of exercise. Right. But let's take it a step further. Let's just say if uh, if you do um, 45 minutes to an hour each day and then you uh, actually um do 10 minutes of high intensity interval training, which could be jumping jacks. It could be walking up some stairs. It could be a uh, jump rope, uh, whatever it is, just 10 minutes. That, Get the heart that rate equals going. to about, huh? Get the heart rate going. Yep. Exactly. So, so that, that would, let's just say you did it like this, right? On, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you did your 45 minutes to an hour of strength training. Mm. And then on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, you did your, uh, 10 minutes of high intensity interval training that will and that will equal six days a week of activity right mm-hmm. and and then at that point in time you will probably be in the best shape of your life if you did just that consistently for a whole year like yeah. get a calculator for me real quick so i got some i got some fitness math we're about to do real quick cool man talk to me gifts okay right so it's a hundred and uh, hundred and how many? How many hours is in in a week? Hundred and sixty-two. Uh, what is that? Twenty-four times seven. So one sixty-eight. Okay, cool. So it's one. It's one hundred and sixty-eight hours in a week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, times that times four. Okay. Because because that's usually how many weeks are in a month, and then times that times twelve. Beautiful. So and how how many hours you got? Eight thousand sixty-four. Okay, you got eight thousand. So that's the total amount of hours that you have in inside day. of a in, in a in a year. In a year. Yeah. Okay, right. So now uh, do this math real quick. So now mm-hmm. we say we say if if it's the average amount of time that you need to be in the best shape of your life is let's just say three point five hours. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So give so give me three times four. 
3.5 times 4 and then times 12. 3.5 times 4 times 12. 168. Okay, so so basically if we if we do the calculation, it only takes you one week of your total time in a year to be in the best shape of your life. That's crazy. Okay, right. Now, so look, look, I'm about to take it a step further. So now tell me what is the percentage of 168 to I'm already uh, ahead of you. Yeah, I already did that because I figured this is where that's please tell me that number. Please tell me that number. 2.1%. So is zero is is it's how many point, zeros in front of it? It's point zero zero two one. Let me hold on. Let me double check. Okay. Eight eight thousand will actually be one sixty eight divided by eight thousand. I think it was like eight thousand twenty four, right? Yep. So it was uh, I just rounded down to eight thousand, but point zero two one. Okay. So so <laughs> so it's point zero two one percent of your total time in a year to be in the best shape of your life. Crazy. So, so anybody that would tell me, I'm going to, I'm going to look into this, look into the camera real quick. I'm you pull your ears close. Gotcha. If you tell me that you don't got time, you have to let me know what you're doing with the other portion of your time, because everybody has 0.021% of their time to be in the best shape of their life. Mm -hmm. That's so true. You know, so, so yeah. it, it's like, it's like when we, when we break it down, it's like, and it's so small, but we make it so big. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause like, if you think about, that's not even like, if we, if we did 0 0.021, that's not even a dollar. Yeah. Well, technically, it's I mean, like, you gotta, you gotta roll over the decimals. So it would be, it'd be uh 2%, 2.1. Right. Yeah, yeah, but still, two percent, two percent of your time is, even if it was ten percent, two. I mean, it's two percent is nothing. And what's even more crazy, and I love how you did that experiment because that, you know, hopefully that'll put in perspective for some people. Mm -hmm. But you know, two percent of your time, if you want to know how little two percent of your time is, you should take a look at your phone and see how much percentage of the day that you spend on social media and TikTok. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Look at that percentage, because I guarantee that percentage yeah. is probably closer to 20, 30, 40%. Yep. And if you're spending four or five hours a day, because you got to remember, you know, like you said, 24 hours in a day, but you're not awake 24 hours. No, let's, you're asleep. Yeah. Let's say if you're lucky enough to get, you know, six to eight hours of sleep. Well, well, well let's do that breakdown real quick. Yeah. Let's break that down. So, so now you got 168 hours in a week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. We'll, we'll just say the average, we're going to do a subtraction. So we'll say the average a person sleeps is eight hours a day, right? Okay. So um, we can minus 40, 42, right? Yep. So 42 um, minus 168 is 126. Yeah. So 126 okay. hours a week. Right. So now we got 126 hours. So let's just say if you are working eight hours a day, mm -hmm. uh, we can minus another 42, right? Right. Uh, let's just let's just put it on the higher scale. Let's just say you work 50 hours a week. Mm. So 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 now take away 50 from what was it? 126. Yeah. So 50 plus 42 minus 168. So 76 hours a week. That's okay. What, so that's now what you're awake for. 76, 
right? You still got 76 hours and that's minus your sleep, minus your work. Now we could just say it takes about, uh, how many hours would you say we spend on eating? Maybe like one or two hours a week? Yeah, maybe. maybe. About, I mean, maybe you know, 15, let's, just, yeah. let's just go, let's just be generous. Yeah. Let's just say you spend uh, five hours a week eating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't spend a whole hour eating. It's probably like 20, 30 minutes. Right. So let's just let's just be generous. So we'll subtract five hours from that, right? Right. Um, and then what else do people's times go to? Like how many what, what's my total so far? Oh, I closed out of that. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so 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 basically we're we could we could we say you're at about Yeah. I mean, okay. realistically, if you break it down per day, it, it you're about eight hours a day is what you're down to. Like right. left with everything left. Yeah. And it seems like a lot, but again, what are you doing for those eight hours? You know, a couple of hours are like Netflix and, you know, playing on your phone, all that. There is plenty of time. And mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are listening to this and they're like, whoa, 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 too many numbers. Uh, it, mm -hmm. it, all I know is when I get off work, I'm exhausted and I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. But mm -hmm. you're still doing things. Yeah. And the, what you're doing on a daily basis is going to dictate how you're going to spend the rest of your life and how long you're mm -hmm. going to spend your life. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's fun to have the YOLO attitude and, you know, mm -hmm. Hey, I've, I want to go out. I want to, I want to live every moment as if I, mm -hmm. I don't want to spend it working out. But what if mm -hmm. someone told you, and we know this for a fact, let's just say someone from the future came and they're like, all right, man, I'm from the future. I know if you work out an hour a day, you're going to gain an extra 10 years at the end of your life. Mm -hmm. Would you do it? Yeah. You probably would. Well, mm -hmm. that's what working out does. That's what being healthy does is it literally extends your life. But for us, it's hard to see, right? It's, it's that uh, unicorn of making a million bucks. Like mm -hmm. we all want to make a million bucks, but we can't. Yeah. And, you know, we, we don't see it happening. Like we want it, yeah. but we don't see it happening. Working out is one of those things to where you have to do it. You have to put in the work and you're not going to mm -hmm. see results for 20 years, 30 so, years. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's all about the longevity of it. You know, it's, if you're doing it for the gram, that's a different conversation, but if you're actually working out for longevity and you actually yeah. want to have a healthier, uh, life that's sustainable. I mean, obviously you don't want to, you know, work out with weights all the time if you can't physically do it now. But like we're talking about these little things, walking and, you know, doing mm -hmm. calisthenics, doing some, these are all doable things. super doable. And you can do my home. You don't even need a gym yeah. membership. Yeah. Well, and, and then too, I think it just comes down to a simple thing. And, and I think that this taps into like the, you know, there's a mindset that goes into it. It's mm -hmm. just like, um, I, I see a lot of people that have like, the, you know, the crash and burn mentality and they're right. like, Oh, I'm not going to suffer. You know what I mean? Like, and, and to me, the, the real suffering happens when you can't take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like it, it happens when you are in the hospital. To me, that's the real suffering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the real suffering is when you are in constant chronic pain because you can no longer manage your, the functions of your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the true suffering. And so I think that what we do is we, uh, we, we just need to develop a different mindset around uh, our health. Yeah, you know, you know a, lot of, a lot of that mindset is tainted, not necessarily by the people that we surround ourselves with, because I think that's a big portion of it, too. Like, if you're surrounding mm -hmm. yourself with people that like to party and like to drink and like to go out all the time, yeah. 
that's what you're going to do, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and also too, if you're surrounding yourself with temptations like, you know, eating uh, fast food and junk food and all that, yeah. you know, there's a reason why I don't follow a bunch of hot girls anymore on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm married now. Yeah. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't want the temptation. You know, would I ever right. cheat on, cheat on my wife? Absolutely not. But right. I'm going to better my chances of not cheating on her by yep. not having that temptation on my face. Yep. Surroundings, yep. And a lot of people don't understand that, you know, that's the same with a lot of things like eating and, and working yep. out is you gotta surround yourself with the lack of temptation to do the things yep. that you don't wanna do. Yep. And is that stuff fun? Of course, I get mm -hmm. it, you know, but you're not gonna be able to, here's what's funny about this is, what's ironic is people live that YOLO mentality of, mm -hmm. um, let me party and let me do whatever I want now and treat my body like an amusement park. You're going to do that. Realistically, you can only do that for maybe 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're going to invest time, energy into that. And then when you're yeah. 50 and 60, you actually physically won't have the energy to work out. Because you've, because you've wasted all of your nerve energy. Exactly. So now you're stuck in your 60s, 70s, 80s, which could be the prime time of your life. Imagine mm -hmm. being retired and mm -hmm. being able to go out on hikes and explore the world and go to Italy and go to Europe and go to the Grand Canyon and do all that because you have the energy to because of what you've done the last 20, 30 years. And of course, yeah. financially, you've been smart to save money and do what you got to do there and planning for the future. And that's yeah. the whole idea is you got to you got to think about long term, like where you want to be like, fuck partying every single day in my 20s and 30s. Yeah. I want to be like living a long, healthy, fun life until I'm 90. And yeah. there is only one solution to that. Mm -hmm. Treat your body right. Yeah. Treat your body right the whole time. Yeah, and, uh, you have a certain amount of nerve energy that that once is exhausted, it's a wrap. So it's like it's a lot of things that exhaust our nerve energy. So uh, you know, we we do have to treat our bodies like our body does so much stuff to keep us alive. Yeah, man. You, okay, you can you I mean? talk like, more about nerve? Because nerve energy is it's very fascinating. Yeah. So me. so basically, it's like you know. Um, we have a certain amount of energy that's needed to make our bodies uh, run normally, right? Mm -hmm. And and when and when you get sick, your nerve energy gets exhausted. So that's why some people, uh, when they get sick, they can't do much. Like they're they don't have it. Like for example, I'm pretty sure you probably experienced it when you uh, after you came out of surgery. Oh yeah, you couldn't do much. You, you, like to do something, it took so much energy to do it because your reserves were depleted. And then, mm -hmm. and then the way you build up your reserves was through resting, letting your body rest, not to have to do everything. More likely, your eyes weren't open a lot. You were asleep. You know what I'm saying? You slept probably a little more. You, you had to recover to build up those reserves, right? Yeah. And so now when those reserves get built up, that's when you start to get your powers back. You can start walking again. You can start moving around more. You can start, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're still in that process of healing to where you get, you know, like you're getting your upper level functions, which is like you're running, you're jogging, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, all of those things require nerve energy. And the problem is, is that we do a lot of things that exhaust our nerve energy on a daily basis. Like, for example, uh, drinking coffee is one of the things that exhausts our nerve energy. Alcohol, cigarettes, smoking anything, all of that stuff depletes nerve energy, mm -hmm. right? And so once your nerve energy is exhausted below a point where it can't accept the charge no more, that's usually when death occurs. 
That's right. You know what I mean? So, so some people have been exhausting their nerve energy for so long that the body is just like, man, fuck this shit. I'm a, I'm a body uh-huh. here. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, that's true. Like, yeah. I mean, every, you, listen, man, everything's got a shelf life. You know, yep. it's, it's one of my favorite, favorite things I talk about is, you know, everything from your, your milk that you're drinking to your food, mm-hmm. to your body, to your couch, your bet, everything is going to expire soon, including yourself, including your body. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the, the faster you can comprehend that. And I think there's a lot of us out there that just don't, can't wrap our brains around it. The same people that like me, I'm fascinated with space and mm-hmm. you know, the planet. And I know you are as well. And mm-hmm. I could talk about that all day, but it, it's hard for people to comprehend that we are on a rock mm-hmm. that is rotating so fast mm-hmm. that yeah. it's creating a, a a curve in the water like people don't know mm-hmm. neil, De, neil degrasse tyson said something profound a few years ago that has really stuck with me where you think the tide because of the moon the tide is going in and out so mm-hmm. like you're picturing right now if you're listening to this you're picturing an earth and then the water's going in and out depending on how um, but depending on what time of day it is, mm-hmm. but really what's happening is the earth is rotating and all the continents and all the countries are just sitting here like this. And because of earth's gravity and the way that we're moving, the water's actually swooshing around the continents. Mm. So okay. it's, it's almost like the continents are stuck in this ball and we're doing yeah. this. Mm. we're like rotating so it's not the water that's moving but when you look at the ocean you're thinking the water's going back and forth but no man we're moving the water's staying still we're just making it we're making it wave right it's gnarly man when you think about that stuff yeah so it's hard to comprehend these things where you're like hey i'm gonna do xyz and i'm gonna take care of my life and but you don't understand that it is such a gift to be on this planet man and the odds of us being on this earth mm-hmm. and what's going to happen the next 20, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years for mm-hmm. us to take every day for granted and not understand that everything you put in your body and everything you do to your body is literally deciding how long you live. Yeah. It's, you know, people can't, it's scary, right? It's scary to think about that mm-hmm. stuff. It's scary to mm-hmm. think we do have a shelf life and we do have an expiration date, but mm-hmm. we do. And the faster you can wrap your head around that and the faster mm-hmm. you can soak it in and appreciate it, I think the faster that you can actually, you know, live a long, healthier life to appreciate yeah. that. I, I think for me too, when I think about it, I just think of like quality of life. Like it's my my duty and it's my responsibility to take care of myself. Mm. So the the way I, even though I know we're gonna die, the way I want to die is I want to die just in my sleep. Mm. You know what I mean? Like 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 I don't want to die of any sickness, any illness. Like you know, when my t- clock stops ticking, I just want to go out like that. I don't yeah. want to go out in pain. I don't want to go out in nobody's hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that, just peaceful. I just, yeah, I just want to go peaceful. It's just like I don't want to be uh, in any predicament that I don't have to be in. And as long as it's in my control, it's my responsibility. Like you know, even when you think about like relationships, mm. like I I choose I try to choose my mates based off of like their health. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, am, am I going to have to take care of you 
in 30 years only because like now don't get me wrong if something happens like a freak accident i'm down with that of course but different if it's something that's preventable that you could have prevented just by changing something up and you chose not to do it that's not that's so that's not fair you know it's yeah, not right. fair to your partner you know what i mean like and it's a quote that says i'll take care of me for you if you take care of you for me Ooh. I love that. You know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. And so it's like, it's like, I think that that's where we have to be at that point, because once you, once you start taking care of yourself, you consider everybody else, you know what I mean? Like in that same token of just putting yourself first and taking yourself, you know, uh, I know some people like, don't take yourself so serious. Fuck that. Take yourself serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like if, yeah. you, are you going to take yourself as a joke? Right. You know, because we only get in this life, we only get one time to do it right. We we don't have no extra men. We can't go eat the mushroom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's not double dragon where we can go crack the box and get the fruit and have more light. Well, you can't do that, but still, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like we, we, we can't yeah. we can't have a do over. You only right. get one time to do it right. Yeah. And so, you know- and, and, and that's so true what you said too, when ex- especially it comes to your spouse and, and the person you pick. And, you know, there's so many residual benefits of not just that in your relationship, but, you know, like if you're with somebody that takes care of themselves financially, spiritually, mm-hmm. physically, mm-hmm. mentally, and if they could take care of themselves and you're taking care of yourself and you're yeah. surrounded with people that take care of themselves and that's contagious. So now yeah. everyone else is going to be looking at, oh, Tony, Gary. Bobby, yeah. all these guys are are doing all the positive things, yeah. and that's contagious, and that's going to trickle down, and it might take a couple of years, but that's going to trickle down and just make our population that much better. Yeah. You know, but when you have all these negative things that we're focusing on, and you know, I hate to bring this up, but there's just so much stuff around like not fat shaming now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're starting to see a ramp up hardcore with celebrities and all that stuff to where, yeah. you know, uh, don't fat shame and. You know, uh, it's almost like obesity is being, um, I don't want to say pranced around in the mm-hmm. celebrity world, but it kind of is like in the woke cultural culture, it's, it's mm-hmm. becoming one of these things to where it's okay to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I'm going to say about this on the record. It's mm-hmm. not always okay to be who you are, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I don't, I don't mean that in the way of like change who you are. I mean, if you're confident that that's who you want to be and you want to be overweight and you want to not take care of yourself, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Do you, mm-hmm. no worries. Where I have a problem is when it gets politicized and it gets blown up like it's some big achievement. Because mm-hmm. what you're mm-hmm. telling me is, you're telling me as the human population, it's okay to give up. It's yeah. okay to be lazy. You yeah. know, And if my family, I have a couple family members that are overweight, and if they mm-hmm. did what the woke culture wants them to do, which is just be who they are, not lose mm-hmm. weight, do whatever they're going to, well, they're going to get type 2 diabetes. Yeah. They're going to lose and a couple legs. Likely, yeah, more likely to be in the hospital. Yeah. And then eventually, not only that, but now when another pandemic happens, what people don't understand is the pandemic itself affected primarily people that were obese. Mm-hmm. 70% of the U.S. population are currently overweight. That means that 70% of the U.S. population is at higher risk of getting not just COVID, but any other respiratory illness that comes up. Mm 
And that right there mm-hmm. should terrify you because mm-hmm. I don't want 70% of the population to be on a cover of a magazine that promotes ob- obesity. I don't want right. that shit. I don't need that right now. You know, mm-hmm. and what's even more crazy, and I want to get into this before we run out of time, mm-hmm. but if you Google uh, beach photo 1950. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you Google beach photo 2022, there is a massive difference. Mm-hmm. And so, con- so sorry, last thing. And then uh, parallel to that, if you look at the amount of chronic illness, diseases, and everything that affected the U.S. population in the 1950s versus what we're dealing with now, it is mind-boggling. Do your own mm-hmm. research on this. Don't take my word for it. It yep. is mind-boggling the amount of chronic illness and disease that we have had come up in the last 70 years that didn't mm-hmm. exist. And do mm-hmm. we think it's because of people, uh, tourists coming in? No, man. It's mm-hmm. not because of that. It's because of the food we're intaking and the way we're treating yep. our body. It was way yep. better back in the day in the 1950s, yep. 60s, and 70s. And somewhere along the lines, probably when fast food really started ramping up in the U.S., it yeah. started being cheaper to eat fast food. So, of course, naturally people mm-hmm. are doing that. And a lot of this is the government and subsidies. And it's very complicated mm-hmm. stuff, and I get it's, it. It's systems. It's systems for sure. It's definitely the systems. But you can easily be stronger than the system because yeah. you don't need food as much as you think you need food. Yeah. And when you can put it away as it's kind of a want, mm-hmm. right? And you just intake the stuff you need. So your fruits, yeah. your veggies, the leafies, and you could cut out all the bullshit. You're gonna feel mm-hmm. a lot better about yourself. Yeah, so. I, I think I think in closing, I just think that uh, some of the things that I think are really important is um, people repairing their relationship with food. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like like using food as energy and not necessarily as pleasure. Now, it's not saying that food cannot be pleasurable, but I think people look for the pleasure in food more than the nutrients in food. And, and, I, and I think that it causes them to, uh, you know, eat a certain way. And so it's like, when you really think about a lot of the stuff, like it, it doesn't, like nutrition is behind several, you know, several decades because it's a lot of stuff that they just haven't discovered. You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, when you break it down, it's really simple. It's just like eat, eat what eat when you're hungry. Um, you know, don't don't attempt to uh, eat a lot of packaged foods and processed foods because those things are science creations. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like um, eat as many whole foods as possible. Um, cook your food as minimally as possible. Have a green salad every day. Have a smoothie every day. Um, drink plenty of water or eat watery fruits and vegetables. You know what I mean? Like your watermelons, um, your cucumbers, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mangoes, watermelons, cucumbers, um, strawberries, berries. Mm. Um, and, and, and then make sure that you have like positive relationships because I feel like the relationships that you have determine a whole lot of things in your life. And if you are in a circle of people that are doing unhealthy things, find a healthy friend it's it's just it's just like a mentor it's like it's that's your health mentor your healthy friend is your health mentor you know what i mean like find somebody yeah just one find somebody that you that from a health perspective that you would like to be like Mm. you know what i mean like find that one person because i because that one person is going to be the radical person that's going to be like hey nah 
uh, this is what you need to do because okay. you need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I've helped, I've helped about four people now that told me that they had to see the, the co and I gave them just natural stuff. And they were like, oh, I feel much better the next day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, you see, mm-hmm. I was like the power of natural, natural medicine. And and this was all like food. I was like, hey, right. no go to Jamba so. Juice. Yeah, I was like, go to Jamba Juice, get some wheatgrass, some orange juice and two shot, two shots of wheatgrass, a 24 ounce orange juice and two ginger shots Ooh, and yeah. put those inside of a cup and mix it together. Next day. Oh, I feel so good. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I knew you would. That's what, you know what I mean. And yeah. so, and so, you know, just I just want to say that it it doesn't have to be as hard. And you could do two things: you could be on the proactive side of change, or you could be on the reactive side of change. The proactive side will keep you out of the hospital, and the reactive side will keep you in the hospital. Ooh, that's good, man. That's strong. And, you know, the relationship with food, I think, is such a good way to end it because, you know, to me in particular, it's it, and it only happened in the last 30, 40 years. But our, you're right. Our relationship with food has changed. And mm-hmm. if you think more about it from a taste bud standpoint, if it tastes good, it's probably not good for you. Yeah. And that's hard to comprehend. Again, I get it. But you just have to remember if someone came from the future and said, hey, listen, if you eat healthy for X amount of years, you're going to live longer. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you do it? And mm-hmm. I think more often than not, a lot of people say, yes, I would do it. Well, there's so many studies and the science is out there that eating right and intaking your you know nutrients on a daily basis have massive benefits, not just cognitively, but physically, mentally, just everything. There's mm-hmm. just so many great benefits. And, you know, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, supplementation isn't horrible for you. The best way to intake yeah. food is or excuse me the best way to intake nutrients is through whole foods like you were saying Mm -hmm. and you know if sometimes like if you're in a seattle or in oregon where it's Mm -hmm. you know maybe a little bit rainy you have to intake more vitamin d than if maybe you're Mm -hmm. in florida like i am um or california you know one of these places where you can just go outside and intake massive amounts of vitamin d on a yearly basis uh but you know the one thing i want to mention was a good segue because i wanted to thank our sponsors over at perfect keto so perfect keto uh to me even before they're sponsored the podcast i've just been massive fans of theirs and i don't know if you follow perfect keto gary no i will yeah perfect keto is great because they have tons of uh, supplementations like super greens which is probably one of my favorites which has a 26 fruits and veggies uh in one little scoop things like spirulina and chia seeds and you know things that maybe you won't have whole foods wise it's always good to supplement that stuff but there is so much thing as in taking too much depending on where you are and depending on uh, what your fitness goals are. So it's always important to talk to professional or do your own research on this, but um, supplementation is huge. And for me, when it comes to protein and collagen and all the things that, you know, I need to keep my, uh, my fitness on track, I use supplementation. I use Perfect Keto. And uh, if you want a discount, get 20% off by using the code THEBERARDO at perfectketo.com. And again, they have tons of great snacks and bars. And it's not just keto stuff. Me personally, I'm vegan. So I don't eat all their things because not everything they have is vegan, but they have a lot of great products. I even think I sent you those super fats, those little packets. Yeah. You sent me the pet. Yeah. So that's from perfect keto. So those are, those are my go-to bro. Like when it comes to nut butter is I'll put that on peanut butter. Cause you know, again, I'm a massive nut butter guy and I'm gonna use one of those today on my raisin toast. 
Yes, sir. There you go. That's what I do typically too. And you know, what's even more interesting is, you know, we talked about this before where you get away from the pleasure aspect of food. If you can find those supplementations like these nut butters, like super fat, peanut butter, there's nothing like good old Jif. I get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Jif and some fluff, some marshmallow fluff between bread. That's, that's what I was raised off of as a kid. But again, if it tastes good for you, it's probably not good for you, right? So well, the cool thing is now you got these companies like Perfect Keto and there's a lot of other great stuff out there where you can find those like good things that your taste buds love, but they actually have mm -hmm. nutritional value. So instead of right. peanut butter, now you're getting macadamia butter or almond butter and that's all mm -hmm. available at perfectketo.com. So use the code thebarardo if you want that. But um, again, I did toss those in uh, to your box, but what do you think about the box in general, man, that meat cube? Uh, the box is dope. Uh, it has a lot of good things. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see uh, the evolution of where it's going to go. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're still so I, I, I appreciated that, uh, the box. Um, I'll probably do another story on it real quick, too, as well. But uh, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate it. And that was the single box, too. So, you know, once you get, okay. a, once you get a spouse that's worthy of Coach G... Yeah, you know, we'll we'll hook you up with a couple's box. I'm 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 gonna use that. I'm a, I'm gonna use the uh, what is the what are those called again? The uh, oh, that I gave you the froze up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those froze ups are cool. Here's a little trip to, trick though. You remember um, like back in the day, those those frozen icicle pops. Yeah. So you can make it with that. You fill it up with your favorite juice uh -oh. or liquid, throw in the freezer, and then now you got like uh -oh. a healthy, you know, frozen popsicle. Look, I didn't even know. That's dessert, bro. Right. There you go. There's something new every day. And again, you know, these are things that if you if people just do the research, right? This is what we've been yeah. talking about is you can make like a fucking awesome. What's that? It's July 4th almost, right? Next month. So mm -hmm. you remember yeah. that like Freedom Pop, the red, white, and blue Freedom Pop? Yep. So you can make that at home. Yeah. And it's not going to give you diabetes, which is always a plus. Mm-hmm. So but, we don't need no more of that. <laughs> That's right. But all right, man, let's end it here where uh, I'll leave your social media handles, obviously, when I edit this thing. But where can people okay. find you? Where are you located? What do you got going on? Let the people know. All right, y'all. So you can find me at www.plantbfitness.com. That's my website. You can find me on Instagram at plant, P-L-A-N-T, the letter B, fitness. And you can also find me on LinkedIn if you're interested in doing anything with corporate wellness. Um, it's just under my name, Gary Whitaker. Nice. Well, Coach G, Gary Whitaker, thank you so much again for hopping on the episode, man. Always enjoy talking to you. We could probably talk for hours, so I have to make this yeah, a, sure. a constant thing. But everyone, give Coach G a round of applause, would you? See the roadcaster, bro. You got to get up on that game, son. Wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my bad, dog. <laughs> I got, I got some, I got some sound effects. All right, all right, all right, bet. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro, yours are better. We need to talk about that. <laughs> Speaking of which, how, how is the podcast going? Side note, man, I, I, I need to do better. Okay, I need to, I need to do better. That's Sorry, it. Dude. Like, it, it's, it's more of like, um, I just got back into the thing where I'm doing more editing. Mm. So I still got a couple of episodes that I need to edit and just put out. So, tight. Yeah, all I'm, right, I'm waiting to do that. We're looking forward to that again, plantbfitness.com. Yep. For all uh your coach G needs. And again, man, thanks for uh thanks for coming on the show. We'll do this again. I'll I'll text you in a little bit. All right, man. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Peace.